hearing of judges. The Bible says in verse 5, Then Samson went down, and his father and his mother to Tema, and came to the vineyard of Timath. And behold, a young lion roared against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. You see why you need the Holy Ghost? You see why you need the Holy Ghost? Don't face the lion without the Holy Ghost. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. Mightily upon him. And he rent him as he would have rent a kid. And he had nothing in his hand. I want to preach tonight about facing your lion. Lord, how excellent again is your word in all the earth. Thank you right now for what you're doing. For what you're performing in our lives. We're watching miracles happen before our very eyes. Supernatural things. And I know you're in charge tonight. The heavens rule. and Bless our worship service, which we cherish not in vain. We shall receive the end of our faith, the salvation of our soul. Bless this preaching right now in Jesus' name. God bless you. Let's worship God. And there was nothing in his hand. Maybe seated. Do not underestimate a spirit-filled believer when they are facing a lion, jeopardy, tragedy, problem, crisis, tribulation, and all kind of persecution. Do not feel sorry for them, and don't underestimate their position. I'm thinking tonight that Goliath, now the Bible didn't tell me that, but I felt when Goliath, that giant, made that challenge, that giant of the man, he made a challenge to David and David people, and I could see David said, I can't go to war with unproven weapons. Your problem is not going to be solved by carnal means. You're not going to fix your situation by gossip and what your friends tell you on the side. You need a word from God. Tell the person right beside you, you need a word from God. If you're going to face your roaring lion who is roaring at you, you're not going to solve your problem by your education or by your own talent or your own skin and you'll say my friend, you're not going to do it. You're going to spend many, many years spinning your wheels like a squirrel. But when you got a revelation, I need to be spirit-filled. That I might be led by the Lord, that he might mightily move upon me and push me in the direction that I ought to go. David said, I can't go to battle with this garb you're giving me. That's a giant. And I'm going to go before the giant like I've always done in the backside of the desert. Now, the Bible tells me David fought with a lion before, empty handed. Then he had a sword where he tore him apart and tore his limb from his mouth and his paws. David clobbered a bear with those ugly paws. David somehow conquered him. What was the secret of David's weapon? Spirit filled. You've got to be spirit filled to match what you're facing. You've got to be anointed to break yokes. You've got to be power, empowered and endued with power from an eye. That's why it's a dangerous thing to live in a war without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's not something you lay back and say, well, God, give it if you want. Lay it on me. No, no, my friend. It's worth fighting for. It's worth fighting for. And the Bible said David 
shot Goliath. Now, Goliath expect a man to come before him with weaponry and with a shield and a sword. That's what intimidated Goliath. David had nothing in his hand. I believe David has a slingshot in his side of his garment and some stones in a pouch. He didn't carry with his hand to face Goliath. It was on his person like he always had it. And all God could see was this mad, crazy kid running towards him. No shield, no sword, no weapon, no knives. And coming to fight me with all my weaponry and my body armory. But David said, Goliath, you're making a mistake. I am circumcised. See, back to spirit again. You know, back then they were sealed by circumcision. That gave them a divine advantage over all adversary. When you were sealed with the Holy... I'm telling you why I'm preaching about the Holy Ghost seal. Because the rapture is about to take place. And I'm giving you a warning sound. That you better seek God if you want to be in the rapture. Now, if you want to stay behind and face the tribulation on the world situation, that's fine with me. But honey, Jesus is coming. Those four spirits in the river Euphrates are being released on the earth. And the Bible says one-sixth of the world or two-thirds of the world will be gone. If you're going to survive that, I want to say, bless your heart, you're great. But here's David running towards Goliath, empty-handed. He's running empty-handed. Can you imagine how shocked Goliath is? This guy is a dummy. This guy is out of a mind. Is mind. But David remembered the days when the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. It was not just for dancing only, but it was for war. Hallelujah. A man and a woman, Spirit-filled, it's not at the mercy of some educational saga person. Amen. David ran towards him empty-handed. It never happened before. Goliath would have wiped his body into minced beef. But he forgot one thing. He might look empty-handed, but not empty heart. Greater is he that's in him than he that's standing before us. Now, church of God, the battle is to be won. There is no place for defeat in the house of God or the child of God. And when David got, he felt close enough within firing range, he reached for the pouch. Goliath has no idea what he's up to. He reached for the pouch just like you reach for your closet. You're not retreating. You're going to the powerhouse. You're going to where you can regenerate Activate power. Because when you come out of that room, you're coming out with power from an eye. And the Bible says he ran towards him, took up that sling, and put a stone there, and went like this. Bang! And hit him. But the important point was, what shocked Goliath was, David had nothing in his hand. That was the intimidating factor. How are you going to fight me with a shield of a man up there to stop you? And I got this ironclad on, amen, to overcome you. I want to tell you, church, they can't outfinance us. They can't out-advocate us. They can't out-mediate us. They can't out-litigate us because he that's for us is against them. Come on, somebody. Now, I want to tell you, my friend, the only time we are not empty-handed is when we come in God's presence. We are told never come before God empty-handed because you're reflecting on him that he didn't take care of you. And God will take care of us. God said, I know how many hair strands you've got. I know how many hair you've lost. I know I'm mean, he's on your head right now. And it says, when the sparrow falls, I take notice, and we are more 
valley but there's a sparrow. I want to tell you, church, God knows everything about your toenail, your fingernail, how much cavities you've got, how many pimples are on your face. We've got a personal God here. God knows how much you weigh, how much you gain. That's right, the fat is the Lord. So are you skinny people who you belong to? I'm not sure. Amen. Think about it. But David says, you come against me. But my point is, David had nothing in his hand. And David would not resort to carnal methods. He said, I can't go with this. I have not proven this at all. You know, I wonder, why don't saints get smart? Why don't we try the tried and proven? Why aren't we influenced by the evidence of testimonies? When there's so much cloud of witnesses among us, most time you talk yourself out of revival, survival. You talk yourself out of blessing and prosperity. And because you sit on your ass and you won't get up and move, God can't bless you like he wants to. But I want to tell you, church, God wants to bless you if you get up on your, your knees and stand up on your knees and begin to talk to God. And God can do miracles in your life. Come on, somebody. Amen. They said, I will go face Goliath. Don't underestimate your nothingness because God made the world out of nothing. Hallelujah. But the Bible said that Samson, moving in the direction of the Lord, a lion came out from nowhere. Every one of us, there'll be times in our life when we're surprised. Amen. Shocked. Awed. But not defeated. Not losing equilibrium or losing our balance. Come to town, we're going to face our lion roaring at us. And he jumped out of nowhere. And I could see him and David face off together. I mean, Samson. And I'm sure that lion thought, boy, you are good as dead. You're like pretty good meat for tonight. Had a good little chew on him. I could see him salvating. Amen. But you know what? Samson took a stand. Lion, I'm no ordinary person. I am a Nazarite. You know what that mean? I got a special anointing on me. You know what you're dealing with? I'm no ordinary Israelite. I got power from an eye. And I feel it coming on. And he took a first stand and faced him, and they faced off. And he, he thought he was going to run so he could chase him, but he stood right there. I could see him making towards each other. Amen. And that lion thought he could defeat him. He thought that. He got teeth to do it, jawbone to do it, paws to do it. And this man had no sword, no weapon in his hand. And I could see the lion make his first leap and jumped at him, expecting a scream or a shout of defeat. But not on your life, boy. Instantaneously, he got in the spirit. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. That's why you got to get the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You got to have an experience in the Holy Ghost. John was on the Isle of Patmos where everybody was a fossil. But honey, he became a vessel for God to use him with prophetic utterance. Because he said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. When last have you been in the spirit? When last have God moved upon you? When last have God flexed your muscle? When last God stir you up and say, you will not go down like everybody in the cemetery. You're going to turn the cemetery into divine sanctuary. He said, I was in the spirit. He was the seen amen aberrance. He saw God in the midst of the seven candlestick. What are you seeing when you're in the spirit, my friend? 
says, come on, somebody. You ought to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. It's a tongue-talking night. You need a talking tongues. You need to have the seal of the Holy Ghost. You need a baptism of the Spirit of God. You need a sign of a believer. You need to know that God has filled you with the Holy Ghost and power. It's not the time to doubt. You can't sit there and pout. It's time to read the message and move about in God's presence. If there's ever time I need to be spirit-filled is now. I can't face this world with unproven method. I can't face the economy with some unproven method. I can't face society with an unproven method. I got to get in the spirit. Because my lion is roaring. Seeking who he may devour. Hey, you tell him you picked the wrong person. I have received power from an eye. Power to threaten serpents. Power to threaten scorpions. And lion, you look like one to me. Oh, I love my shot on him. And Samson grabbed him and tore his jaw. Now, you know how strong a lion is? Look up how strong their jaw is. I want to look up how strong my teeth grip is because sometimes I clip my tongue and blood comes. And I want to know how many, how many impacting power. Now, I study engineering, and I know what impact power is. And I know what clinching power is and vice grip power. Amen. Hallelujah. And there's a lot of power up here. When that blood get pressurized and come down for the cleanse, the lot of pounds per square inch involved. Much more a lion who's got built for that purpose. But he forgot God have a man that's spirit-filled and says, I will not become your victim. I'll become your victor. I'm telling you, you can face your lion. I don't care what you're going through because your lion is the lion of the tribe of Judah. I tell them a shandal of a higher. You need the Holy Ghost. Let me press on you. The Holy Ghost is trying to tell me to tell you right now. Not many days you need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost or you're going to have tragedy and you're not going to be ready for it. It's the spirit that picked up Enoch and took him off. It's the spirit that lift up a man. Hallelujah. Call Philip. You're going to need the Holy Ghost to lift you up over your crisis. Over your problem. You can't face the lion in the flesh. You can't face the coming catastrophe coming into your life. You're not going to have to deal with it. You're going to need power from on high. I'm talking to somebody who's about to face tragedy down the road. A special anointing. Suddenly the lion jumps out. It challenged him. And he ran. They've been eaten up by the lion. But said the spirit of God. That means not by might nor by power. But by the Holy Ghost. That same God who created that lion. Gave this man greater power than the lion had. That's right. Don't forget God let an axe head swam at the drop of a limb. That means the limb became magnetic. And a greater attractive force than the G-force below and make it swam. The Holy Ghost was designed for this day and for this time and for your problems and for your trials and for your tribulation. When the devil took Jesus Christ upon the mountain, who is that like a roaring lion, and roared at him, Jesus was empty-handed. I said, Jesus had no weapon. All he had was the word. He used the word. You don't want to cuss when the problem comes. 
You want to praise God. You don't want to faint when the problem comes. You want to bless the Lord. You want to have the problem in the situation like Job. Job knew that there's power in praise and there's power in worship. Amen. And Jesus Christ defeated the devil three times at his lowest moment. But don't forget the spirit strengthened Jesus. He was not strengthened by fish and loaves and fishes and bread. No, what's the Holy Ghost that strengthened him? I'm trying to tell somebody when you get the Holy Ghost, you'll be stronger than you've ever been. You can face any mountain, you can face your valleys, you can face your trials, you can face your temptation, you can face your problem crisis in your family. I'm trying to tell somebody you need the Holy Ghost. So the devil, hallelujah, send that line. You know, the only person line can destroy and a bear is a backslider. The young prophet disobeyed God. You know what happened to him? The lion and the bear comes and eat him up. Praise God. But you put Daniel in the lion's den. Hallelujah. And those lions were pretty smart. No competition. I might as well go take a rest and leave him and not worry about him. I can't handle a man with a prayer life like that. Learn how to pray. Pray or be prayed. But you don't always pray with your understanding. You must pray in the spirit. Where you pray in tongues, and the tongue is divine intercession. Where you're making to God that not even the devil, not even you know what you're praying for. When I pray in tongues, I'm praying to God direct. I'm bypassing Michael the archangel. I'm bypassing Mary and all those other so-called mediators. I'm going right to the throne of God. I'm trying to tell you, friend, prayer changes things. When last have you prayed in the Spirit? How many of you tonight could really write on your paper tonight, I have prayed in tongues twice this year. And if you haven't, I say shame on you. Shame on you. You say, what do you mean, Pastor? That you're content to live like you know how to pray. When the Holy Ghost says, you don't know how to pray. And so the Spirit knows what the mind of God is. And so he slipped into that tongue and prayed a language that Satan cannot decipher. When you pray in your understanding, he knows what you're saying. But when I slip in tongues and start praying with an other language, as a spirit of utterance, it's a coded message. Gone to God, and the devil can't handle it. I wish to God somebody right now would feel anointing from on high, hit them in the forehead, and they'll spring on their feet and just start talking in tongues. I've seen those days in church uh, while I'm preaching, the Holy Ghost fell, and people fell out on the way. They fell on the floor. Uh, they felt the Holy Ghost. Uh, they were moved by God, and God was going to stir them. Praying in the Holy Ghost. And the lion could not handle empty-handed Daniel. Daniel gave no food for Daniel to fight for his life. He had to depend on the weapon of prayer. Hallelujah. And in that lion's den, he dropped to the ground. And the lion says, come on, boy, we're buddies. No contest. Because the prayer shuts up his mouth. But he couldn't open it. Samson, empty-handed, pop his mouth. If I were you right now, let me tell you what I did. When I found out I didn't have the Holy Ghost, I cried. I boohooed. I mourned. I groaned. I got mad with myself. I sought him night and day. 
I lay on my face. I cried. I bawled. I said, God, you got to give me. I want it. It's a gift. I must have it. I will stop to one day God disturbed the service and said, this is your night. This is your night. Hata Shamahaya. Huko Shata. And the devil said, you can't have it. I got to face my lion. The devil said, you can't have it. You ain't going to have it. But God said, tonight, raise your hands. So I raised my hands. As I did, Zuka, the Holy Ghost came down. I began to speak with other tongues. And the Spirit gave utterance. Amen. At first, I didn't want to raise my hands. And God said, what do you have to lose? Don't be so cocky and so hardy that you won't raise your hand. Lift up your hands and say to God, I need power from on high. I need the anointing. I need God to move upon me. I got to face my giant with the power of the Holy Ghost. I got to face my lion with the anointing. I got to face that yoke and break it with the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The lion cannot chew up a prayer warrior. King says, Oh, Daniel, it's morning. Did you survive the night of severe temptation? I want to know, wait, are you going to survive your temptation? Will the lion come roaring at you? Tomorrow morning, will you still be a child of God? I want to get the best of you. A voice came back. Oh, king, live forever. It pays to pray. No matter what's happening my way, I've got to pray. And the Lord God empowered me. And I influenced the line. I shut his mouth. Mm. Oh, hallelujah. You know, God promised us a mouth to speak that again say it couldn't even cope with. You know that? Hallelujah. But Samson tore him apart. I'm trying to say you can tear apart your problem. You can tear apart your crisis. Or you can live with it. He could have a fossil. John said, I'm not going to die on the Isle of Patmos. You know what he was dealing with? He was dealing with the four spirits, the four beasts of Daniel. Put him there. He was there by the ten toes. Rome puts him there. Hallelujah. But he called for a prayer meeting. And he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And the real lion showed up. And he roared and said, I am. I was dead, but I'm alive. Let me shock you. Nobody was shocked by the death of Jesus. Nobody was shocked by the fact he was buried. But they're shocked at an empty cross and an empty tomb. <laughs> Everybody gets slain and slaughtered. They're still in their tomb, their fossil. But not Jesus Christ. He walked out of there and that empty tomb. Amen. Bother. Let me tell you, when you leave your closet that's empty, it should bother the devil. Because you know you're on the war path. You better watch out, Satan. They're coming out of the prayer room. They're powerful. They're, oh, come on now, church. They are in the anointing stage of their life with God. Shaka Mahaya. Oh, hallelujah. I heard of a lady one time, she saw a prayer full of chop with the Holy Ghost. That when she walked to the door, even the door ended to respond to her. Does the devil know it's you? Is he afraid of you? Or is he your buddy? When he sees you come, does he tremble? Hallelujah. They were in a prayer room praying. An old dragon, the devil, captured Peter, planned to kill him. Nobody can subdue Rome except a bunch of women come together. You women, why are you putting up with all the fuss you're putting up with? Do you know the power of united prayer? 
a bunch of women came together. And they said, we're going to have a prayer meeting. And they start praying. And they, I'm not sure what they said to God. But said, God, that's the dragon with the ten horns. Hallelujah. Out of which come the little horn. And we got nothing in our hands to deal with him. We got no sword or guns or being to fight him. But we're on our knees. We're taller than trees right now. If you bow on your knees, you stand tall before God and the devil. They were praying. While they're praying, they dispatch an angel. An angel came down. When else you've seen an angel? How many of you have ever seen an angel? Wouldn't you like to see one? Wouldn't you like to see one walk in your dream in your room and open the door and say, hey, I want to talk to you? And shock the wits out of you. Why not, why not tonight? You know who you are? Join here with Jesus when you have the Holy Ghost. God tell me to tell you guys in this church. He said, Pastor Dean, go preach about the Holy Ghost. Because some of them don't have it. And I'm coming soon. Hallelujah. You're going to take more than a ritual to get to heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. You're going to talk in tongues. They start praying. And when they said they were filled with the Holy Ghost, it means they're talking in tongues. And while they're praying, an angel came down. And church, Peter got nothing in his hand. The church got nothing in their hand. And so the words in their heart and the door just went pop. And God put a deep sleep on the prisoner. Guard. Uh, automatic light came and a flashlight came from God and shone light on Peter. The chains fell off. Hallelujah. The gates opened up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Peter sleeping. Get up. Get up. Some saints prayed and prevailed. And I'm here to release you. I don't know how many preachers came here and talked to us. And said, I got kids. I go in their bedroom and pray for them and close the door. And you guys don't even do it. You know why? Because you don't believe it. You're going to use carnal weapons. It ain't going to work. You're going to get the same result the world has. Failures. Failures. Until they discover God on their own. But why take so long? When you can pray the power. Talking in tongues. Well the devil can't get involved in it. It's too deep. It's. Don't need no interpretation. It don't need no translation. It just need divine dedication. To God. A dictate to God. And say, God, bring my son and daughters home. God, break the shackle, the chain of drugs and alcohol. God, shake down the whole thing and watch it happen. Face your lion with the anointing. Face your lion with the unction. Face your lion and the devil with the rhema. I'm trying to talk to somebody that need a divine revelation and a spiritual illumination that God is your revelatory one in the house of God tonight. Satan hate this church with a pucker dot, but he can't do a thing because prayer prevents it. You may tell God, I can't touch those folks. You build an edge around them. You're so right, you Jews. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Chain fell off. Today, they always got the Holy Ghost. You know why? I said, God, you better do what you did before, right now. If they're just yielded to God, then I got the Holy Ghost. You tried. And if you 
would yield to God, you'd have spoken in tongues a long time more often like we do. But when I realized I didn't, you know, I said, God, how come they speak and I don't speak? I'm no stillbirth. I'm not going through the ritual. I want the experience like in the book of Acts. I want the joy experience. I want the Isaiah prophetic utterance. I want to speak in tongues and the spirit give utterance. I don't want to counterfeit. I want the genuine. You know why? You can't go to heaven without it. But you go to hell. It costs me nothing to go to hell. Let's live like I've always lived. When you have the Holy Ghost, you will see things 2020 vision before it causes a division in your life. When you have the Holy Ghost and you are anointed, he will show you everything the devil is doing. Here is a man called Elijah and the Syrian surround him to destroy him. He a long time seen this. You know why? Because he had a double portion of Elijah's spirit. Can't you get jealous, beloved, and desire spiritual things? When I was at school and others were getting A and I'm getting B and C, I got jealous. I spent more time in intercession with calculus and chemistry and physics. Because I was determined I'm not going to fail. And so I hook up with somebody who seemed to be prevailing all the time. Hallelujah. You know, iron sharpened iron. Find somebody who's tongue-talking and hook up to them. They may rub off on you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is given to them that obeys him. God told me raise my hand. I got the Holy Ghost. I raise my hand and I start talking in tongues. God tell you jump and you jump and you start talking in tongues. Whatever God said, do it. That's what God told Samuel to tell Saul. You're about to come in the company of a bunch of people. Whatever the Spirit wants you to do, do it. Because you're about to be changed into another man. Oh, hallelujah. Any man is in Christ is a brand new creature. The devil hates truth. That's why he hates you. He knows if you ever get the Holy Ghost and anointing, you can whip his hide. He knows that you will know long before he even done anything that you can discern what he's doing. And Saul came in the company of people. We're prophesying and worshiping God. You know what happened to him? It affected him. You know, in old-time churches, that we used to have this called tarrying service. It would be nice if this church have a tarrying service. I know you got your plays and your quiz, but that gets you nowhere except a little trophy. And that's cheap. Okay, nice, you know, if we have a tarrying night with all those who need a rebaptizing of the Holy Ghost. A refilling of the Holy Ghost would come to this building and, and knelt on this altar and pray. I don't care if you roll or jump or skip or dance, just do something. And you say, I ain't leaving here till I get the Holy Ghost. I'm not here till I talk in tongues to my satisfaction. Shakam Bahaya, I want to tell you, friend, he has been running out of the Holy Ghost right now. He just gave several people in Guatemala, in Nigeria, and you have the Holy Ghost, and still got a whole lot left to give to people right now, tonight. You can, while I'm preaching, raise those hands and get a baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah! It's up to you to get it. If you want to, open your mouth and go and fill it with the Holy Ghost. You know what? Because the devil's a roaring lion. Seeking who we may devour. It's the devil, you don't eat this one. And Elisha was praying and said, God, 
This guy only see my empty hand, but he has not seen my anointing. Open his eyes. And when he looked, You know what? If you all get anointed, I'll preach a whole lot better. You know how I feel when I preach here? I go home weaker than I came in. You know why? Because you drain everything out of me. You know why? Because you're not a part of the message. You are not even tuned in to the message. And you pull everything out of the session. You ever see a mother give birth? She's extremely tired when the baby is born. Push! Push! You can sit on the service and you can refuse to yield yourself to God. You can choose not to let, let go. But the Bible said every knee shall bow. You don't bow now, you bow later. You don't bow now, you bow later. You will worship later. You will do those things you wouldn't do today, my friend. It will happen. I'm not asking you. You're going to do it. Whether you like it or not, you might as well choose now and do it at your own leisure. You will when the time comes. Because it is written, every knee shall bow. Every tongue, every person, every living soul are going to bow. <laughs> Come on. Face your lion now. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Singing in the Holy Ghost. You got to experience that. Worship God. Come on. Worship. Worship him. Come on. Come on. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? It's given to them that obey God. That means don't come empty-handed. Worship the king. <laughs> For 50 days they prayed and the Holy Ghost came. He that hunger and thirst after righteousness, he shall be filled. Beloved, I'm talking to you from a heart of love. I'm telling the truth from the scripture. You are going to bow. Now or later. And I'm saying do it now. And let God fill you with the Holy Ghost. And join the rest of us. And give God the high praise. And give him the human worship. And the human praise. That belong to his name. Pharaoh did bow. Nebuchadnezzar did bow. Belshazzar did bow. Caesar did bow. And so help me God, you will bow. You will bow. When God gets ready, you will move. You'll move. If not now, later. But I rather now when the spirit is moving. Let's worship God.
Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. The power of God. Holy Ghost. Come on. Get jealous. Get jealous. And get zealous. Get jealous and get zealous to get the anointing of the Holy Ghost. You don't have to understand what's going on. Just put your hand in the hand of God who made the world. And he's telling you that you need what I've got. Shakamaha. Come on. Open your hand right now. Open your heart and say, God, I don't need to understand. I just need to reveal my love for you. Facing your lion. Come on, I'm not done. But I'll stop here if I have to, to give you a chance to get the Holy Ghost. Come on. At least five people should get the Holy Ghost tonight. Talking in tongues. Five or more people should leave here. Amen. With your father's tongue, not your mother's tongue. There's such a thing as being renewed in the Holy Ghost. You may have had the Holy Ghost for 15 years. How about being renewed in the Holy Ghost? Uh, it's a time of refreshing that comes from the presence of the Lord. This is the hour of refreshing that's coming from the presence of God. The Holy Ghost is given to them that obeys him. Come on. I got to talk in tongues. God is stirring me to stir you because he loves you and he does not want to leave you behind. He does not want you to be lost. You are too precious in his sight and God is saying, I want to give you a chance because you got to face the lion also. He wants to devour your chances, devour your prayer life, devour your hope, but I'm saying before tragedy comes, let's have a life of prayer that will bring you through the, the havoc. Only one way can fight the devil is by talking in tongues. Because he can't understand it. He can't understand it. Everybody in this church should talk in tongues. This is a tongue-talking church. You need to get a revelation tonight that God wants you to speak in other language and the Spirit give utterance. God is talking to this church tonight and said he's going to face the lion. Amen. That's in the world. He pounces at you. But the anointing, come on. Who done am I? That's right, come on. Don't deny it. Don't stop. Don't hold it back. Don't quench the spirit. Light the spirit up. Encourage the power of God. Encourage it to happen. Say, God, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. Speak, Lord. I am willing to be anointed. I'm willing to be unctionized, God. I'm willing to experience a rhema. Talk to me, Jesus. I need a refilling right now. Come on, beloved.
When you have the Holy Ghost, it will raise up a standard against your adversary. It will do that. The Holy Ghost is your defense. The Holy Ghost is your weapon. The Holy Ghost is your shield. The Holy Ghost uh, is your fence. Uh, and the lion can't come through there. Hallelujah. It don't take long to receive the Holy Ghost. I'm going to give you five minutes. And you will talk in tongues if you really mean business. Now hear me, church. If you have not talked in tongues for days or for years or ever, in five minutes you will be talking in tongues. You raise those hands. And the clock starts ticking. It's the Lord, you promised me the gift of the Holy Ghost. Fill me right now. Let me talk in tongues right now. Come on, one minute gone. Come on, beloved. Come on. Say, God, I need to be renewed in the Holy Ghost. Shabbatalama. Come on, don't be intimidated by it. Don't be intimidated. Worship God. God loves you. God is reaching after you. You are special to him. And God wanted to give the Holy Ghost. Shabbatata. Unashamedly. God, fill me with the Holy Ghost on a Friday night. Shadala. Two minutes gone. Three minutes left. I'm counting down to your anniversary. Talking in tongues. No doubt. No doubt. The spout is out. God is giving the Holy Ghost right now. He shall receive power. Receive the Holy Ghost. Speak your tongue. And the Spirit give utterance. Nobody telling you what to say. Just you that raise those hands. That's right. That's right. Come on. Receive the Holy Ghost right now. Shabbatah. Shabbatah. It's Holy Ghost night tonight. Don't you doubt what's happening. Come on. Three minutes gone. Say, God, hurry up. Hurry up, God, hurry up. Baptize me. Baptize me, God. I want the Holy Ghost move like a magnet in this house. I want God to demonstrate his power. I want God to show who the boss is. I want God to show his majesty and the omnipotent God in this house tonight. Come on, the lion is not the champion. Jesus is. Come on, receive the Holy Ghost right now. Come on. Holy Ghost is in this place. God says, stir the church. I'm getting ready to call my church home. I don't want to leave anybody behind from the top church. Two minutes left. Two minutes left. Get desperate. Get desperate. Shadaya Bahata. I got talking tongues. Arya Bashanalabaha. Come on. Holy Ghost. I'm facing my lion. I'm going to tear it apart. And get honey out of it. One minute left. One minute.
it left and you have not yet received the Holy Ghost, what doth hinder me from receiving the Holy Ghost? Speak as the Spirit give utterance. That's God's language. That's not yes, God. Come on. 30 seconds left. Come on. Pour down, Jesus. Pour down, Jesus. 15 seconds left. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Who knows what 2016 holds? You don't know. But one thing you do know, it's time to receive the Holy Ghost. Ho, ho, ho. I've got the Holy Ghost down in my soul. It's keeping me alive. It's the Holy Ghost and power. It's keeping me alive. Somebody shout. Come on, pray for your children. Pray for your husband. Pray for your wife. Pray for your city. Pray for your province. Pray for your government. Pray for everybody. Come on. It's the Holy Ghost and power. Let go. Jesus. Jesus. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty, worthy to receive honor, worthy to receive praise, worthy to receive all our praise praise you praise him and lift him up hallelujah praise him and praise his name forever holy 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 Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Worthy to receive glory, worthy to receive honor, worthy to receive all our praises. Praise Him and lift Him out. Praise Him. Worthy. Worthy, holy, holy. Holy is the Lord God of receive glory worthy to receive honor worthy to receive all our praise and in Athabath in St. Albert we're in a church was a missionary from Russia, Finland and many other countries was preaching to us 
told how he got saved and married the preacher's daughter. He said as a kid, they wouldn't pick him up and take him to church because he was too bad. He says his mouth was filthy. He said, my mouth was filthy. Every word I spoke, every two words was cursing. So she had to avoid me and run from me. But said, when I got saved, she chased me. It called to me. But he told about a couple. I believe, I believe he told the story. How they run the world, ran the world, very rich. I think in, in Finland or one of those countries. Every, every year they go to the Caribbean and do all these stuff. And she got saved after being to a meeting. No, she didn't get saved. She said, I want to go back to that church. He says, you will never go back to that church. Never. Ever. She said, but I like, to, I like to go back. I like what I feel. He said, never go back there. So, he forbid her. In one month's time, he dropped dead. Come to his house and drop dead. And today, she's living for God, working in ministries. God always has the last laugh. Look at your knees real good. Every one of you going to bow before Jesus one day. You know what? The whole world is going to watch you do it. And you're going to confess. Just like Nebuchadnezzar did. You make Nebuchadnezzar act like a dog. <laughs> who said, I won't do that? God said, I'm going to show who the boss is. And then, you know what? Moses went down to Egypt. He had no weapon at all to, re to relieve two and a half million people. Nothing in his hand. I mean, that's suicidal to ask the United States of America to release her victims who got a nuclear weapon. But guess what? It's not the man. It's the anointing in the man. When Moses was finished, Pharaoh died without a sword in the hand of Moses. And his corpse was right before Moses. I could go on. Gideon went to battle. And God said, go empty hands. Look so silly. What I did tonight looks so silly to you. But you're wrong. I'm right. But only time will tell you that I'm right and you're wrong. Only time will judge you and me and see which of us is right or wrong. That I was right and you're wrong. Gideon, Gideon stood out there and all I was empty-handed a picture. Just a lousy picture. No flames. No sword. Surrounded by enemies. We know who won the battle? Empty-handed. The only time, church, you're not allowed to come empty-handed is when you come in here. You come here to worship Him. Sacrifice of praise. It's all about Him. But last but not least, in Revelation, what did Jesus have in His hand? Riding on the white horse. Nothing. His hands were what? No sword. No shield. No weapon. He's empty what? Handed. But if you read about the four horse riders, look what's in their hands. Jesus is going to win the battle. I'm telling you, church, your weapon is your knees. And your tongue is your weapon. When you start praying, doors that were closed will be open. Shackle that had you bound will be broken. God will do things, open eyes that you couldn't think would be open. But not everybody knows that power of God. 
instance of never seeing the power of God. Amen. God can take a man's You guys don't believe that. He can hack with that knife and it wouldn't cut nothing except cut his hands. Hello? God can do those things. The God we serve. Will you bow your head right now? Oh, the Holy Ghost in this place. I hope tonight you broke through and spoke in tongues. As the Spirit gave utterance. For they heard them. But if you don't, you're running a risk. I told you this morning. This morning they ignored me. But I told them they're running a risk. Not being honest with themselves. Lord Jesus, the Holy Ghost is given to them that obey him. And I believe tonight.